welcome to Women Who Sarcast and Real Deep Shit. I'm Kathy Barron. So I've been rethinking real deep shit in the format for 2021, and I've realized that last year was pretty intense, pretty serious, pretty deep, and this year it can still be real deep shit, but kind of like in a sarcastic way, like, wow, that's real deep shit, aka dumb shit. So... Just kind of throwing it out there, what y'all think about that. If you still want me to continue doing it how I've been doing it, as far as topics that are kind of real and deep that you kind of like. But what I've also been thinking is there's a lot of headlines out there that are like cray cray. Like, really? Like that really made a headline? Let me demonstrate. So in the news in Australia, there was a pigeon that Australia declared a biosecurity risk because apparently it had flown all the way from the state of Oregon to Melbourne, Australia. Now, this was a racing pigeon, allegedly, And to think that it could actually fly 8,000 miles from Oregon to Australia is mind-blowing. It's like, can we think about this for a second? Pigeons can't even fly off of a park bench onto the ground to eat something that was thrown at them. So how do we expect them to fly 8,000 miles across the water, right? I mean, if my geography is correct, with no food prompting at all, they're just going to fly across to Australia. And the fact that this was a biosecurity risk, it's like, what is that exactly? So apparently... The pigeon got a reprieve after a U.S. bird organization declared its identifying leg band as fake. And there's actually an an Oklahoma-based American Racing Pigeon Union declared that. And the fact that people are buying racing pigeons and that are getting mailed to them, it's a whole other issue that I'm not going to talk about today. But the fact that there's a fake leg band on a pigeon that was traced back to Oregon from October 29th was fake. I mean, does this seem like unreal to any of, any of you? That people actually make money off of these pigeons. Anyway, so this is the kind of stuff I'm talking about that I would love to share with you and just kind of have both of our minds blown at the same time. 
Uh, and here's another one that I found, and these are from Huffington Post, weird news. A man whose parents threw out his porn collection wins lawsuit against them. And this is in the U.S., and he hopes to be awarded $75,000 for them destroying his property. And apparently this is a prized pornography collection, not just your average off-the-shelf pornography, if there's any difference. So this guy, who's 42 and continues to live with his parents, won a judgment in the case against his parents because this was a collection of irreplaceable items and property. So he moved back home to live with his parents after he got divorced in 2016. Hmm. Surprise, surprise. So after he moved back in, a few months later, the guy discovered he was missing 12 boxes of pornographic films and magazines. So a couple of things going on here. This guy sounds like he needs to be charged with child pornography because a lot of his collection claims to be incestuous, sex with minors, animals, you know, the the really bad shit, although this is considered an irreplaceable, highly expensive collection. So anyway, this guy has the balls to sue his parents because they threw away some probably allegedly disgusting pornographic items. And now he's crying because he doesn't have those and he wants to sue his parents for $75,000 after he moved in with them after he got a divorce. So that's some pretty real deep shit, don't you think? So this is kind of the light. Okay, maybe the pornographic thing wasn't so light. But these are the light articles, newsworthy, apparently, items that I kind of want to cover every once in a while to kind of lighten the mood. And it's kind of still real deep shit because it's like, really? Where's the common sense in all of this? Apparently, common sense isn't very common. But I'd also kind of want to mix it up this year. Last year, like I said, was pretty heavy and intense. And it's time to pivot, as they say, and be a little bit more lighter on our feet, laugh a little bit more, not take ourselves so seriously, not take life so seriously, and laugh at others as much as possible. And we need to laugh at ourselves as well while others are laughing at us. So there's just some thoughts, some real deep thoughts, and uh, we'll see what happens. I would love to hear any suggestions, advice, comments, concerns, ideas, any genius, creative people out there think I'm missing the mark. Please, 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 please. Love to hear from you. Email me at womenwhosarcast.yahoo.com or you can simply go on Instagram or Twitter at womenwhosarcast and send me a message. I respond to all the messages that I've gotten, which have been 
very limited, but I do answer them. So I'd love to hear from you. Let's make this year whatever you want it to be. No expectations. Just take it as it comes. And if you see a pigeon with a leg band on it, don't call Australia. Thank you for listening to Women Who Sarcast, an independent podcast. We welcome and encourage your snarky comments. Contact us at womenwhosarcast at yahoo.com and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at womenwhosarcast. Support us on Patreon and become part of our sarcastic community. Visit www.patreon.com backslash womenwhosarcast. Show music provided by Mike Imbasciani.